happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches hitting switches going back to riches. Hey everybody, you waiting for the AltaCast out there, it's high noon. Uh, I'm going to play uh, one of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival shows from last week because uh, there's no LaToya today and I can't talk, my voice is gone. So please, please enjoy from the festival. Uh, this was fantastic. I love their, their variety Friday of night. cheese so and enjoy. home decor items. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches hitting switches going back to riches. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items.
everybody. Thank you for being here at Pimtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. We're going to get started in just a few minutes, uh, waiting for the throngs of people to come in, uh, coming from Walnut Creek. Waiting for the people from Walnut Creek. That's what we're doing. You're here! The people from Walnut Creek are here. We're going to get the show started in just a second. Yeah! Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Yeah. It's just like a regular Friday, except it's the festival. Yeah, whatever. It's just a regular Friday. Hi, hi, hi. So you're back, So excited. So many comedians from so far flung. Olympia, what a beautiful place Olympia is. I love vomity so much. I can't even. Wednesday nights, oof, vomity. So much fun. Olympia is such an amazing place. I went there. I had no place to stay. And I got to sleep over. It was like it was like comedy summer camp in Olympia, Washington. Yes. Olympia, Washington is comedy summer camp. We've got people from LA. Yeah. LA in the house tonight. We got people from all over. I'm so excited. Yeah. Hunter Donaldson in the house. Yeah. Oh, what a cool drink of water he is. You can see him tomorrow night on the underwear show. One of the only men who's like, yeah, I love to be naked. Did it last year. Doing it again this year. Hell yeah. Tomorrow night at 10, I'll be wearing a leather leather pasties on my boobies. And uh, weird, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be big, big high heels. We tried to set up the stripper pole, but we couldn't figure out how to do it because the ceilings are so high. I'm so high. I'm high all the time. You ever smoke so much weed that you forget how your own shower works? Anybody else? Yeah, it's like Airbnb in your own home. Like, how does this work? I've lived here for six years. I'm so hot. I'm so cold. Where is my cat? Why is he here? Why are you talking to me, cat? He's like, it's like left is hot. Right is cold. Good cat. Anybody else love their cats? Yeah. Katie has a cat named Mr. Pantaloon Face. That's not his name. That's just what I call him because he has big fluffy pantaloon. It's a her. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not going to fucking gender normative cats. Cats are alien beings. Like, I love the Chinese because they know that you got to bow with one hand to the cats all the time. Like, right? Like, constantly. Your alien overlords love them. They love you. My cat loves me so much. I love my cat so much. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him. And I wanted a sweater out of his fur. And I want to make him wear it. <laughs> I'm a crazy cat lady. I'm nuts. Nuts! I love my cat so much, and I know he loves me. Because my boyfriend was finger banging me the other day. Yeah, and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers, he licked them. 
Yeah. Meaning that my cat loves the fuck out of me. Or women really do taste like tuna. I don't know which way it is. I don't know. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. It's ahi. Not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. It is. I don't know if you've masturbated for 43 years, but gets dark. It's none of that. You can't dip your... I'm like, how do you dip your twan in this bleach? Like, I... This people watch porn or whatever, and they have, like, pink pussy lips, and I'm like, that is not possible. You can't... Do you... I've been wondering about pubic hair. I don't know its point or purpose, uh, but I think I figured it out the other day. Uh, so I shaved all my business, and then I tried to pee, and the pee went all willy-nilly, like all over, the, it was everywhere, and I was like, what? So I think that pubic hair is to focus the pee into the toilet. That's his huge purpose, is that it's all going down, down into the toilet. I just, I don't shave. It's going to be real fun tonight, tomorrow night on the underwear show when I'm, I've, I'm going to be wearing underwear. And it's like uh, spiders crawling down my legs. You can't tell. The, the other day, I was actually hanging out with my cat, and I thought that a spider actually ran across my pussy. I was like, what just happened? Did a spider? No, that's just hair. I just have really long... I have, I have a lot of pussy hair. So somebody asked me what my first comedy album would be named, and, and I said, uh, my pussy never smells good. And that was the first thing that came out of my mouth. And he was like, wow, that's, that's a thing. That's great. I know. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't like people to go down on me because I'm worried about herpes. Because, like, herpes simplex one and two are the same herpes, just location, location, location. Stop living in the tenderloin. I live in the tenderloin. It's not. I only have herpes on my face, uh, not on my puss yet. So lucky. 43, still doing great. Uh, I have hate fucked a guy once, though, and you are thinking, oh, I know what that means. No, not in the way I mean it means. It's when I get a, a blister on my lip, and then I go find my ex-boyfriend, and I suck his dick. <laughs> That's hate fucking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, lots of hate. Ha 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 Just, yeah. So good. Uh, I live, I do live in the Tenderloin and I play a game with small children because I'm a nanny. That's the thing I do for money. And I hold their hand and we walk together and we see a pile on the ground and I say, man or beast, man or beast. <laughs> Fun game! A fun game in the Tenderloin. What I learned from a four-year-old is if it's up against a wall, it's always man. <laughs> Four-year-olds understand physics. They are so much smarter than we give them credit for. I really... From the mouths of babes. Uh, speaking of babes, I don't want to have any. Uh, these aged purple lips are not going to birth any children because I'm 43 and I don't want a retarded baby. Am I right? <laughs> no, I was a special ed teacher for four years. I get it. Like, I love children with autism. I get paid to hang out with them. I'm just saying I don't want to be like, I have to be paid to hang out with children. I can't like have an autistic child of my own. How can you pay for that, right? No one pays you. 25 bucks an hour to hang out with your own kid. 
I actually, I was going to have an, well, I did have an abortion, but I wanted to keep it alive for a minute, just try to get money out of the Republican right, right? I wanted to start a GoFundMe and be like, I'm not going to have an abortion if you give me a million dollars. Isn't that what it costs to like make a child or whatever now in America? I think it's $750,000. Well, what I'm saying, it's America. I want a million. So, hey, Republican, right? Put your money where your mouth is. You want me to have a baby? Million dollars. <laughs> Nobody else? Cool. It's fine. I just, I don't. I actually had a, I had an abortion and that, the, you know, I had a couple on but it was it was it was my, it was one of my abortions, and I was laying down there, and I, they had, uh, my legs were all out, and they were like, uh, "Hey, some people during abortions talk, some people don't talk." I said, uh, "Has anybody ever told jokes?" <laughs> they were like, "No, that hasn't happened before." They gave me midazolam, short-lifting, fast-acting benzodiazepine. Anybody else doctors in the house? You know what midazolam is? It's a real drug. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it makes you feel good. So I'm on the table, and they're doing the thing, and I'm telling jokes. It was a killer set. It was a bringer show. I left it there. It was so great. The only regret, the only regret I have is that they didn't let me take in my iPhone so I could tape the set, you know? So it was like, it was so funny. I gave him flyers after the show. I was like, we're down here at Mutiny Radio, real close. Come on by. They were like, yeah, that sounds great. We're going to be there. That's good. Uh, I've always been wondering, you know, I, who has fantasies? You guys have fantasies? Fantasies? Yeah. Weird fantasies? Yeah. My weirdest fantasy is about Martha Stewart, uh, Clydesdales, and, and glitter. This is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the real fantasy I have, which is uncircumcised guys. Any uncircumcised guys in the house? Mm, no. Mm. That's why it's a fantasy. You got you to pull up that dick. You got to pull that foreskin up over that dick. You got to put whiskey in that foreskin. Because I want whiskey dick for real. Can I finally get what I want? Can I finally get... It's twofold. Uh... <laughs> One, I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey, because I'm an alcoholic, yeah! Uh, and two, I'm trying to clean out all that schmegma because boys are gross. Am I right? They're so gross. Boys are gross. They smell weird. They smell like Fritos. Why do boys, why do their feet smell like Fritos corn chips? What is, is it the MSG? They're sprinkling it on their toes? I don't know what's happening. There's a little song we sing before we uh, do this show. If you know how it goes, sing along with us. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. <laughs> Only vaporizers tonight, because we have a friend who doesn't like the weed. But it's fine. It's great. But vaporizers are cool in the room. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yeah. Yay! I am so excited. 
excited. I can't be more excited for your first comedian because she is a fucking star in LA. She has, she's gorgeous. You could see her picture in multiple places just being gorgeous. And she's been on commercials and in movies and in all kinds of things. You are going to love her so much. I'm going to leave this this high because she is high, not just higher than the rest of us, but like literally taller than all of us. Put your hands together, everyone, for Karina Diglake! much give it up for Pam thanks so much for having me hi San Francisco I'm so excited to be here thanks for having me I know I know I'm tall People walk him up, walk up to me every single day and ask me the dumbest questions. They're like, oh my god, you're so tall. Like, what do they feed you? I'm like, well, I'm Russian, so vodka. <laughs> oh, you guys, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not even Russian. I'm actually from Lithuania. I know, don't worry, don't worry. Nobody knows where the fuck is Lithuania. <laughs> well, Lithuania used to be a left testicle of Russia until it's been chopped off. Yeah, guys, I flew all the way from Lithuania to America to find an American husband. I know, I know, don't look at me like this. I know I'm stupid. They could have just ordered me online. <laughs> yeah, I guess they couldn't find the box big enough to ship me. Yeah, I'm telling you, being this tall sucks because growing up, I wanted to be a spy. But come on, can you imagine? I'd be like the worst spy ever. Can you imagine me going undercover to Japan and trying to blend in? <laughs> or if I went undercover to Middle East, I'd be like, guys, how did you find me? I was covered from head to toe in burka. <laughs> They're like, Habibi, your burka ends here. It's supposed to end here. Somebody bring her a bigger burka. <laughs> yeah, guys, being tall is something. I used to walk into the supermarket. People used to ask me if I'm a model. <laughs> now I walk into the supermarket. They ask me to grab that toilet paper from the top shelf. <laughs> I know, I know, it's so exciting. Finally, I found the purpose for my height. <laughs> yeah. So I've been in LA for a while now, and I've been dating. And I realized that American love is so different from Russian love. Like, your Russian boyfriend will never say he loves you, but he'll do things for you, like fix your car, change your tire, pay for your abortion, <laughs> because he wants to be the best man. Here in America, my car broke down, and my American boyfriend was like, here, call this guy, he's the best. Okay, I guess I'm dating this guy now. <laughs> I know, I'm fast. <laughs> um, the other thing that I noticed that American guys are not very ambitious in dating. Like, <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> I went to, on a date with this guy. I'm sitting in his car and he tries to kiss me. I'm like, no, stop, I'm a lady. <laughs> so he stops and drives me home. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why, what did I do? In my country, the guy tries to kiss you, say no. So he tries again. So you slap him, then he slaps you back. So you punch him, then he punches you twice, then you have sex. <laughs> then he drives you back to school. <laughs> 
doesn't be, your lunch break is over. <laughs> you know, gotta study some mathematics. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's a language barrier. You know, like in Russia, no means yes. And yes means anal. <laughs> yeah, I've been in LA only for a year, but I really feel that I'm becoming an American in my heart because I'm thinking of getting therapy. <laughs> I know, back home, nobody believes in therapy. They solve everything with vodka. My dad used to say, Karina, look, this man is not ugly, just have a shot of vodka. I'm like, Dad, I already had a bottle. I still don't like my uncle. <laughs> I know, it's tough times in Russia. Yeah, another sign of me becoming an American is that I wake up, roll out of bed, and leave the house in the same sweatpants that I just slept in. <laughs> yeah, so have you, um, have any one of you dated a Russian girl? Aww. Well, man, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Russian girls are not easily excited or impressed. They're men. They're tough. Like, you'd be pumping away all night. They're like, do you like that baby? Do you like that baby? The Russian girl be like, no, I do not like that. You do not give me orgasm? I call KGB right now to kill you. <laughs> or I feel like... American people are so positive. They're like, oh my god, you're 30, you look so much younger. <laughs> Russia, like Russian girl be like, you're ugly. I do not like your face. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, like, so there's so much difference between American and Russian people. Like, all my American girlfriends, all they, all they talk like how they want to be in loving relationships. They're like, I just want to be in loving a relationship. I just want to be in loving a relationship. <laughs> I don't know. Is there something wrong with me? Like, all I want to be is in an abusive relationship. <laughs> I'm telling you, in my country, if the, ba if the man beats you, it means he loves you. <laughs> And here in America, I can't even get this American guy to come on my face. <laughs> He's like, but baby, I respect you. What? Do they even ask you to respect me? No, don't respect me. <laughs> don't talk to me about your feelings. Feelings are not allowed in my country. Just come home, eat your sausage, and fuck me already. Yeah, I know. Russian people sound tough, but they're not really tough. It's just that in Russia, if you smile a lot, you're considered to be stupid. <laughs> so, so even at comedy clubs, like Russian people don't laugh. They'd be containing emotions so well, they'd be like, but you know, emotions has to come out somehow. <laughs> so it comes out in a silent fart. <laughs> so if you walk into the club after this show, you're like, damn, that guy must be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys use Snapchat? No? Not really? You do? I don't know. I downloaded the Snapchat, wanting to be like, like all American people. And <laughs> something is wrong with my Snapchat. My Snapchat is polluted with dicks. Like, Every morning I wake up and there's somebody schwanz looking in my face. I'm like, why? What, the, what do you guys, like, what do you think? Like, what do you think is going to happen? You think I'm going to be like, oh, oh my God. 
I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're from, but I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna raid you. This will never happen, guys. I don't know why you do it. Or you think I'm gonna just like grab your dick pic and run around LA like a crazy prince looking for my Cinderella with a perfect dick. <laughs> no, this will never happen, I promise you. Um, yeah, so um, I, I don't know. I'm so excited to be in America in a land of Snickers and limited amounts of toilet paper. <laughs> I'm telling you, back in a day, because in Soviet times, when I was five, I had to stand in line for days just of roll, for a roll of toilet paper. So I had to make sure that I only use it for special occasions, like weddings and funerals. I remember I used to walk around and think to myself, God, I hope someone dies. <laughs> I'm starting to itch. <laughs> Yeah, I was so excited when I came to America. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna meet all these huge men because everything in America is huge. Not everything, unfortunately. I'm sure she knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> but everywhere I go, I meet these LA shorties. Like I walk into the club and the horniest Smurf in the room asks me to dance. <laughs> Slow dance, I'm like, sure, why not? God, baby, I can't squat all, night. squat all night. Come on, let's just go home. <laughs> yeah, sure, guys, don't go down on me. They're already there. <laughs> but, but in the bedroom, I like them to work for it. I'm like, you want to have sex? You want to have sex, baby? Okay, jump for the condom. Jump for the condom. <laughs> jump for the condom. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm one more guy away of becoming a lesbian. It's not that I don't like dick, I just don't like a little man attached to it. <laughs> Thanks guys, that's my time. Thank you. from Lithuania via LA all the way to Seattle. Your next comedian, he is from uh, Seattle, Washington. What an exciting place that is. He, I love metal music. I fucking, and actually tomorrow night Floating Goat is playing at Bender's and we should all go there after thing. He, this guy looks like he eats death metal for breakfast. Put your hands together everybody for Levi Manis. I look like the kid from Home Alone if his parents just never came back. <laughs> I live my life the same way I was born, by accident. and behind Arby's.
I nailed the sponge on my wall over my bed. It's a wet dream catcher. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. I'm really sorry. I have no idea where the fuck my band is. A lot of my friends listen to EDM, but I listen to EDM B, Electronic Dave Matthews Band. (laughs) It's awful. (laughs) Did you know that when your name is Richard, every selfie is a dick pic? Can you hold this, please? Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> nuns are weird. That's the longest joke I got. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> uh, uh, I wish I had the ability to ejaculate fabric softener. <laughs> My socks would be so soft. (laughs) Two birds, one load. (laughs) Somebody died at the strip club last night. It was a motorboat accident. (laughs) The only difference between French vanilla and regular vanilla is a shitty attitude. I was homeschooled, which explains why all of my report cards said, get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) I am publishing a a series of fill-in-the-blank suicide notes. 
They're called sad libs. <laughs> I want to buy a parrot. And I'm going to teach it to say, I'm only going to say this once. Uh, I just moved to L.A. because I needed more reasons to hate myself. <laughs> and since I've been down there, my friends have been asking me, Hey, how's L.A. treating you? I'm like, it's fine, I guess. I started living in my car. And they were like, whoa, you weren't living in your car before? <laughs> I enjoy doing whippets because they make the voices in my head sound like the Bee Gees. <laughs> I named my penis Mom because it's always embarrassing me in front of my friends. <laughs> The dad jokes that I like the most are the ones that don't beat me. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I, I wrote it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> My sex life has its ups and downs because I masturbate on elevators. gonna get weird <laughs> I went to Walmart and I asked where they keep their suicide supplies and they handed me an application <laughs> the other day this stranger just walks up to me and he goes, hey, you look a lot like Jesus. And I said, why? I don't have that many piercings. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I look like I jumped out of a Jumanji box. And just straight into a heroin den. <laughs> I invented a new sex position for lesbians. It's called the safety scissor. And it's just like a regular scissor, except for I watch to make sure it's safe. <laughs> I'm going to go against my better judgment and do one more. I hang a sock on my doorknob to let my roommates know I'm fucking the other sock.
That is my time. Thank you, everyone. Keep it going for Levi Manis. Yay! Holy shit, a one-liner comedian. He works harder than all of us. He just did like 36 punchlines in nine minutes. That takes me like four days. <laughs> Got all the open mics. And I'm like, I still didn't get that many punchlines in, and it's good. Usually talk around it. I talk around the issues. That's what I do for comedy. Your next comedian, what a lovely human being he is. You're out of LA. Yeah, hell yeah. You get you got your shit together. No, no, LA is great. That's where you get famous. San Francisco, we all just fuck around. But when you're in LA, things are gonna happen. You guys are gonna love your next comedian. Please put your hands together for Kevin Paniagua. Um, you know, guys, I recently stopped drinking. And the reason I stopped is because I had been drinking all morning. You know, guys, we live in a society where you can just throw an egg at anything and just call it breakfast. You put an egg in a burrito, it's a breakfast burrito. You throw it in a sandwich, it's a breakfast sandwich. My girlfriend woke up one morning and she was like, Kevin, breakfast is ready, come and eat. And she threw an egg in her pussy. Like, if you're gonna do that, cook the egg first. I'm not going to eat a raw egg off of your pussy. Like, I'll eat a scrambled egg. <laughs> Sunny side up, even. You know? But women nowadays, like, does anybody know women? I don't. You know, there's times, there's times when, I, um, when I only have enough money for either weed or food. And if I buy the weed, then I smoke it, and then I'm hungry. <laughs> but if I buy, buy the food, then I eat it, and then I'm bored. <laughs> so what I started doing is I started buying my weed, and then I ate my weed. <laughs> because it kills my hunger, and it gets me really high. <laughs> but then I started thinking, like, what if my kids are born and they're not just vegan, they're herbivores, meaning they eat grass. They developed a, you know, a mutation that may, will make my kids eat grass. Could you imagine a species of human that just ate veggies, vegetables? That'd be a beautiful world. We'd have cows everywhere. There would be no need to keep the pigs and the cows in farms because humans wouldn't eat these animals. I was very high, guys. <laughs> very high. You know, I consider, I, I consider myself more like Shakespeare than Richard Pryor, although I do have a lot of priors. <laughs> but I don't let my priors define me. I don't let my priors define who I am because when I was in jail, all I was doing was reading and educating myself. Like I was even reading while I was getting butt raped. <laughs> and even though my forehead kept hitting the book, 
and I kept losing my place. I never gave up, guys. <laughs> never give up on your dreams is what I'm saying, guys. Because if I didn't give up, and then you guys give up, then who's the bitch? <laughs> it's not the guy getting butt raped, guys. It's the one that gave up. You know, my girlfriend, she gave me a, a dog for my birthday. And I, I thought to myself, like, man, this is exactly the kind of gift that ends up in a trash can. Like, nothing against dogs, but you're gifting me responsibility. You know, luckily for the dog, I found someone that was willing to take care of, of the dog. And that was a Chinese restaurant down the street. <laughs> but let's not talk about dog killing, guys, because that's just sad. Let's talk about something more beautiful, like the sun. The sun gives us light. It makes plants grow. And then some people out there saying that the sun gives people cancer. That is false. I looked into it. I researched this fact. The sun does not give people cancer. The sun gives white people cancer. <laughs> and they're trying to trick us all. But we, we need to stay woke, guys. Because if we're not awake, then we're dreaming. And really, who can tell the difference? You ever had a dream where you've woken up and been like, fuck, I wish I would have stayed in that dream. <laughs> but no, this is life and this is reality and we have to deal with it. You know, and the way that I deal with it is by doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, guys, um, my grandpa was the kind of person that he was just out there fornicating and impregnating everyone to the point where I never know when I would run into like a cousin that I didn't know about. And there was this one time when I was dating this girl and we were in my room and I was hitting it from the back and then she was like, why do you have a picture of my grandpa in your room? But that didn't stop me, guys. Because nothing can stop me. <laughs> we should not let anything get in our way, is what I'm saying. We must overcome every obstacle. Overcome every obstacle. That's who we are as a race, as a species. Because as, a, the, as the human species has survived a lot of obstacles. You know, we survived polio. We survived hurricanes. We're the best. Like, we just eat any animal that gets in our way. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about a cow. I really don't. Like, I love pigs, because they're smart, but I love bacon even more. Like, I don't care if the pig is smart. Like, I don't care. I'm smarter. That's just the way it is. I'm at the top. You're at the bottom. I'm gonna eat you, no matter what. I don't care, like, life is good, but it's better when you're dead and I'm eating. That's just the way of life, guys. We can't, we can't be like, oh my God, look at that cute little, you know, uh, it looks better when it's bacon. 
is what I'm saying. You know, guys, um, they recently built the strip club by my house. It's called Astronomy. And it's a really cool strip club because it combines my two favorite things. My love for ass and my love for the study of the universe. <laughs> and as soon as you walk in, the first stripper you see, they call her Jupiter. And the reason they call her Jupiter is because she has this birthmark on one of her cheeks. And when she bends over to pick up the tips, her stretch marks look like Jupiter. <laughs> and then when you walk further, there's this another stripper. And they call this one Saturn. And the reason they call her Saturn is because if you pay the right, of money, the right amount of money, then she will give you anal. <laughs> and I don't really get that one, but that's how they explained it to me, so. <laughs> and then all the way in the back, in a dark, dark corner of the strip club, there's this other stripper, and they call her Pluto. And they call her Pluto because she's not really a planet. She's a tranny, guys. Thank you, guys. Kevin, Paniagua, yay! I would think they would call her Uranus, the one that likes anal, but that's they call it Uranus. I know, it's weird. It's still a planet. Pluto's not. Yay, Paniagua, yay! Your next comedian, what an amazing, lovely human being she is. She's part of hashtag hella funny. You can see her at Cobbs and the Punchline and everyone. You get to see her right here, right now. So clap your hands wildly for Allison Hooker. Yeah, keep it going for Pam. Yes. And all the comics you've seen tonight. Fuck, yes. Like she said, my name's Allison Hooker. Not a stage name, just my name. <laughs> Spelled just like the profession. And that's always been fun. You guys can imagine in junior high when I had to write my first initial and last name on my gym clothes. <laughs> so it just said, oh, Hooker, just down the leg of my pants and across my chest. Thank you. It took me a little longer to find the funny in it. Uh, <laughs> They tease me. They tease me so much that my gym teacher gave me new clothes. She was like, sweetheart, you need to write something else. <laughs> so I wrote The Hooker. <laughs> Are, yeah, right? Are you guys kidding me? It was junior high. I was loving that sexual attention. <laughs> I was cruising around, had my A Hooker shirt underneath. I had a training bra to support the nipples that had come in. <laughs> now I've got a padded bra to support the nipples that have come in. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, I'm waiting. Uh, <laughs> I am. I'm waiting still. I was actually trying to like smack my titties on a guy's face the other night. Not the joke yet, though. Uh, <laughs> he broke his nose on my chest bone. <laughs> he was kind of a pussy about it, though. He cried. I was like, come on. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I, you know what? I didn't mean to use the word pussy like that. It's actually, it doesn't make any sense, you know? Calling something a pussy because it's weak really doesn't make any sense, does it? Come on, ladies, doesn't make any fucking sense, right? No, seriously, if you want to call something weak, you should probably call it a ball sack. Let's think about it, you know? <laughs> ladies, I don't know if you've met one recently, uh, but you touch these things like ever so slightly, but it kind of just the wrong angle. It's like, oh God! <laughs> 
I'm like, dude, it's kind of a poor design, you know? <laughs> Just hanging about. I don't know, put a rib cage around it or something. <laughs> Pussy, on the other hand, I think we can all agree it can take quite a beating. <laughs> Hopefully, right? She's clutching his hand. If tonight goes well. <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario, a fucking human head comes out of it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying they're pretty tough. Um, speaking of my vagina, I, uh, I went to the doctor today. Thank you. Yeah. Hold your applause. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, I made a New Year's resolution just to go to the doctor. I like to make, you know, goals I can reach. Uh, so I went to the doctor. Does anyone else get really stuck on that question, how many drinks per week? <laughs> we lie, don't we? We do. We lie. But you don't want to lie too much. You know? You wanted to check your liver. Um, <laughs> it's a fine balance. Uh, what do you do? And I was like, the truth is, I'm like a comedy club. I'm a two drink minimum a night, goes up from there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with two drinks a night, 14 a week. She tells me that's too much. I was like, really? I thought people could have two drinks a night. She goes, no, no, no. Men can have two drinks. Women can only have one. I know. Girl, I did more than make a sound. I was fucking livid. <laughs> it's like, oh, men can have 14. Bitch, we are literally in the middle of hashtag me too. Like, whose fucking team are you on? She's like, if you need help with your drinking problem, I help a lot of my patients. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, lady, look, I came here for drugs, not rehab. Um, also, I don't think she's helping anyone with their drinking problem. I think she's just helping people lie to doctors. Because <laughs> like, the next time I see her, I'm definitely going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, I have seven drinks a week. <laughs> I'm no dumbass. She gave me the answer. Uh, she went to give me a pap smear. For the men in the room, I'll just quickly fill you in. When we go to the doctor, they stick a speculum inside of us, they click it open twice, and they swab the inside of our vagina. <laughs> I know, there's a couple dudes in here right now, they're like, that doesn't sound so bad. I wish I could go to the doctor and stick my dick in something. But it's not like fun, it's, it's whatever. I mean, there's no rotating head or bunny ears, it's, <laughs> it's cold. Like I think the equivalent for a man would just be if you stuck your flaccid penis in a cooler and then someone scratched it. Like that's, it's whatever. It's just, <laughs> It's not terrible, it's cold. So she goes to give me a pap smear, and I think because I have like a small frame, she assumed all of me was small, if you guys catch my drift. <laughs> so she goes, I am going to use my smallest speculum. Any smaller would be pediatric. Yeah, which I just thought was a weird fucking thing to say. I'm not even gonna make any jokes about that. Just repeating what I heard. Uh, <laughs> so she takes her smallest speculum, you know? <laughs> she goes to stick it in, it goes, squeeze. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it slid right in, you guys, no problems there. Uh, <laughs> no problems at all. She goes for the classic click, click. She goes, click, click, click. Click, 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 what I'm trying to say, I think, is that the hallway doesn't always fit the building. You know, just like I don't know where my organs fit either. This is just vagina and backbone. Um, but fuck it, you guys. You know what? I'm proud of my big vagina. 
I actually made a song about it today. <laughs> Can I share it with you? I got one yes, I'm gonna go with it then. This is for you, sweetheart. It goes, I can take that dick. Click, 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 That is real lowball comedy for Mutiny Radio, guys. That's, thank you. My boyfriend, during all this hashtag Me Too stuff, has wanted to talk about it, you know? He wants to talk about consent, and I was like, Baby, come on, are you kidding me? I'm always consenting, don't worry about it. He's like, that's what I wanna talk about, your consent. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm always consenting. You know, I'll, I'll say something like, this post-pubescent puss is really looking for some wiener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, that's clear consent, right? He goes, that's what I mean. <laughs> Apparently, my consent is starting to feel like assault. So I, I <laughs> we're in a real catch-22 here. I, <laughs> Don't know what to do about it. Um, <laughs> my boyfriend's, uh, he's, he's Syrian. So actually, he learned how to write in Arabic first and we met when he swiped the wrong way on Tinder. <laughs> Language joke. Uh, <laughs> no, it's true. So the night of the election was actually my birthday. <laughs> November 8th is my birthday. So Trump won and I was like, oh my God, you too? Did you just say me too, my birthday? Oh, nine, okay. Well, so you woke up to Trump being president. I went, went to bed that way. I was like, oh my God. So obviously, obviously, I was drunk, you know, watching the election results. I was like, baby, we're moving. And I looked at him, and he's Syrian, so we stayed. <laughs> Here we are, you know. Um... Actually, the way that I met my boyfriend, um, the old-fashioned way, at a bar. Um, and I, thank you. The truth is I don't really remember meeting him. I don't remember anything until the taxi ride to his house. <laughs> Which I guess you could say is romantic, you know? Like, I came out of a blackout for you. Uh, <laughs> so technically, I met him in a taxi. Guys, you know, he's Arab. <laughs> like, in hindsight, he might have just been my driver. <laughs> I'm going to leave it on a groan. That's my favorite way to, to end a set. A groan. That's it. That's been my time. You guys have been amazing. Thank you so much. Allison Hooker, everyone! Hey, Hooker! Here for you! Yes! Yeah! I am so excited about our next comedian. He is a regular on a thing called Kill Tony. Now, there are a lot of people that know what that is. I don't even know what hashtags are, so I am super confused about the world at large. But, yeah, no, really, I like, hashtags are, th it's like, a, Instagram's a thing, right? Like, Snapchat, I don't even know what Snapchat is. Or like, it lasts for eight seconds, and I'm like, I would show you pictures of my cat and my vagina together. You can't tell where the hair begins and the cat ends it's gonna be a great time I want to tell one joke before I bring you up she was talking about uh, meeting at the bar a lot of people say when they're uh, doing uh, like dating or whatever they say that you got to raise the bar and some people say you got to lower the bar and I say you meet at the motherfucking bar like what is wrong with everybody no one meets at the bar like you meet online and then you go to the bar that's weird fine just meet at the bar your next comedian you're gonna love him he's all the way from LA put your hands together for Mikey McKernan hell yeah thank you one more time for not being on the internet everybody yeah. 
All right. Hey, one more time for not being on Instagram. Those who are not clapping, you're looking at your likes. Instagram is the new Playboy, just here for the stories. <laughs> Boo. Ah. Ah. I'm from Los Angeles. Thank you. I got a friend from uh, San Francisco. Well, he's from Los Angeles, but he lives in L.A. Give it up for him for being here tonight. <laughs> Said he's going to be here, but you can't spell flake without L.A. <laughs> Boo. Ah. Ah. Cool. Some people standing up watching stand-up. This is not going to be awkward. All right. No one takes me seriously because I'm 32 years old and I still go by Mikey. Good. All right. People are like, why Mikey? Because it's my key to your heart. <laughs> so let me in. I want to make you laugh tonight. All right. Just got tested for ADD. Turns out I have a new condition called ODD. Which means I'm odd. <laughs> Boo. Ah. Ah. It's called the catchphrase. It's gonna. It's gonna happen. Okay. It's, we're gonna. We're gonna keep going with it. Good. Living in Los Angeles, I gotta do the acting thing, of course. We go on job interviews too, auditions, all of them. They always ask us annoying questions. I think the most annoying question somebody ever asked me was, uh, do you have any hidden talents? Yeah, I know how to make paint dry faster. <sighs> okay, you guys don't like dry humor? <laughs> I was hoping Boo Haws was going to catch on with some of you. It didn't work that time. Is this thing broken yet? No. This is awesome. I love being up here. Friday, anybody going to go to house parties? No, we're all adults. I don't like to go to house parties because drunk girls try to straight iron my hair. Thank you, guys. Sorry I walked you. They're like, we've been here since Friday. Okay, we, uh, it is Friday, Thursday. It started yesterday. Okay, I'll move on. Thanks for the comics laughing at me. Fallon in the back, I appreciate you guys. I don't like to go to house parties. Every time you find me in the house party, I'm hanging out in the ganja lounge. Last house party I was out, this drunk girl busted in. She was all drunk. She got mad. Everybody was smoking weed. Of course, all the bros are like, do it, smoke. Fuck your, no, she said, <laughs> Out of myself. She's like, I can't smoke because I got this job that has drug tests. And of course, all the bros are like, do it, smoke, fuck your job. And I felt bad. I'm like, what do you do? She says, I work in NASA. I was like, why do you want to get stoned when you're getting higher than all of us? <laughs> Boo. Ha. As you can tell, nothing's going on with me. Just trying to live my life how I like my salsa. Mild. Okay, some of you want to make me switch to a guacamole lifestyle? I don't know if you know what that's like, but that's hard to guac away from. <laughs> Boo! Huh? Now guac it out. <laughs> now guac it out. <laughs> now guac it out. <laughs> now guac... Look like a guy that got kicked out of a band because they were sick and tired of teaching him how to play bass. Trying to stop writing jokes about my hair, but they're stuck in my head. <laughs> Besides, they've only got me this far, okay? <laughs> OK, 
Good. All right. Some of you, not all of you. We'll get there. This is fun. I'm working uh, two jobs right now, eight shifts a week, no off days. My friend's like, when do you meet girls? I'm like, in the future. <laughs> One of those jobs is at a restaurant. Anybody here work at a restaurant? <laughs> yeah, we're not very excited. I've been working at the same restaurant for 11 years. My friend's like, why? Because they don't drug test. <laughs> Quick question, anybody here give uh, weed to homeless people? Sometimes. It's kind of messed up, though. Just making them more hungry later. That's why you give them an edible. Yeah! Fuck yeah! Two birds, one stoned homeless guy. <laughs> Boo. Ah. <sighs> Pam, I didn't want to put you down when you were like, that's I give weed to homeless people. So did I turn it around okay? Not to Okay, good. Just <laughs> the booker, everybody, okay? So anybody here with their soulmate tonight? He, w he wasn't laughing at me, okay. <laughs> don't want to get the fake laughs, you know what I mean? I don't want to... Los Angeles, we don't need a bigger ego, you know. <laughs> I already forgot my point. Speaking of Southern California, anybody uh, ever go to Disneyland? Yeah. Pam, you love Disneyland? Yeah. Hell yeah. You ever, uh, you ever spot the feral kitties that live at Disneyland? Have you heard this? A bunch of... <laughs> bunch of feral cats live at Disneyland. They have their own Instagram. <laughs> it makes you think, though. You're like, why do they have a bunch of cats there? And I figured it out because they have a really big mouse. <laughs> Boo. Ha. <laughs> ah. You don't like clean jokes? That's okay. She's apologizing for shaking her head at me. That's okay. It's all right. It's all good. I'm not drinking right now, so uh, I'm more the designated driver. But I'll take all my, you know, obnoxious friends to parties. But I got this new rule now. If they're going to be chill, if they're going to be calm, if they want to ride in the front seat of my car, now they got to call Chakra. <laughs> my bros are like, I don't know what that means. I'm like, well, I need everybody's behavior to be on a scale of one to zen. <laughs> Buh, ha, home. <laughs> You guys, this was a lot funnier when I was driving six hours up here, okay? So. Just got voted intellectual's least favorite comedian on the dark web. Thank you, 4chan. They're like, what's your stand-up comedy like? And I was honest. I said it was like my lovemaking. I got tiny bits. <laughs> Boo. Ah, ah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Pam. Thank you. I'm glad you're laughing at the boo-haws here. <laughs> I'm originally from a town called Rancho Cucamonga, California. Don't worry. If you've never been there, you're going somewhere. <laughs> they got put on the map, though. They opened up this amusement hunting park store called the Bass Pro Shop. Do they have one in the Bay? Have you, guys, have you heard of this? Yeah. You walk in there, and you realize they sell the biggest profit of the 21st century murder. They did sell something very interesting to me, which was camouflage Bibles. <laughs> Finally, I can read about Christ and my atheist family will never know. <laughs> Got a snort? Yes! 
right. I feel good now that I made a juice snort, okay? I snort too. I get it from my mother, you know? The more we don't want to be like our parents, <laughs> just going to be like them. I love doing stand-up comedy on the road because a lot of girls think I'm the guy from Workaholics. <laughs> okay. You know, sometimes you don't make enough money on these gigs, so you get excited if a girl asks you to come back. And uh, one night she did, and uh, things got pretty romantic, and then they got serious. And then after two hours of dry humping, she told me she was a virgin. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I was like, well, every time a virgin doesn't put out, an angel loses a boner. <laughs> it's because she was a Christian girl. And that confused me because I was like, what am I doing to attract Christian girls? <laughs> hey, that bit got me a Jesus audition, okay? I didn't, get, I didn't get it, though. But I forgave them. <laughs> Boo! Ah! I got a sticker that says, Mikey McKernan is not funny for those who didn't laugh. You didn't laugh at all. You can have one. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pam Muni Radio. You guys have a good time this weekend. Good night. so glad that you talked about Jesus. Uh, knock, knock. Jesus. I know, did that guy exist or what? Is he, is he real? Is he just an allegory that we all just were just like, yeah, oh, that guy's real. That's right. You know, it was real. Mikey McKernan, he just left a clap for him anyways. Yay! Yay! Your next comedian, she's all the way from Olympia, Washington, which is an amazing, beautiful place that is incredible, and now we can smoke pot inside. Yay! The girl with the red hair left, she was like, she was like, I am so, I'm really okay with the comedy here, but I just, if you go to smoke pot inside, I was like, okay, that's a bad way, we're gonna do it. Everybody, just break out your bowl. Does anybody have problems smoking pot inside? Okay, good. Everybody, smoke pot inside. Yay! Yay! I don't want to shame anybody for not smoking pot, but I mean, come on. <laughs> Look at us here. What else can we do? We can't drink here, but we can smoke pot. Fuck yeah. Your next comedian, all the way from Olympia, Washington. What an amazing... Oh, that's incredible. Yay! We're going to love our next comedian. Clap wildly, everybody, for Cameron Minch. Yay! How we doing? You've been asked before. I assume it's great. I've been thinking about getting a baby on board sticker for the back of my car. Just so that when it takes me a long time to merge into heavy traffic, people will think, oh, she's just being a cautious mother, right? But then I want to get a British flag sticker and put it next to that. That way when I accidentally pull into oncoming traffic, people think, oh, she's just a cunt. Uh, you guys like my outfit tonight? Hell yeah. Yeah, thank you. Blue boots, thank you. These are new. Uh, I'm trying to change up my style a bit. Uh, so I started, I ordered uh, this thing called Stitch Fix. Have you guys heard of Stitch Fix? Have you tried it before? No? Uh, I tried it, and this is what they gave me. Uh, interesting, isn't it? Yes. I. You, what it is is that you fill out this like questionnaire about like the type of clothes you want, and the stylist will send you a box of them, and you get to pick out what you like. Uh, this is what they sent me. I assume they, they thought, oh, she she wants to be like a soccer mom who always has a cold. <laughs> 
and so that's the aesthetic that I'm going for now. If that's what they think I like, then I might as well. I'm too lazy to take it back to the post office, so. With the free, the bag they, the prepaid bag they sent me to send it back to them for free. I, I, I'll just stick with this. I guess it's fine. I, I need to change up my style. I, I like thrift shopping. Anybody? We like thrifting. Yeah. I love thrifting, uh, but I don't like buy clothes that fit me. I just buy clothes that smell, like not particular. They're good. They smell good to me. But like that's the only reason I'll buy clothes. They smell good. And I don't wash them after I buy them, which a lot of people think is really gross. <laughs> like I consider myself eco-friendly. My boyfriend calls me garbage person. It's like, <laughs> that's what's going on. I don't know. It's not like, I like the adventure. You know, it's like someone put on all their grandma's perfumes and I just love that smell, <laughs> right? It's like, if I find a $7 pair of Armani Exchange jeans, $7. That's not maple syrup you're smelling. That's the smell of victory, okay? <laughs> and I want to wear that as long as I possibly can. I'm very particular like, about the smells that I like. Uh, I hate getting like soaps and lotions as gifts. Not, because like, most of the time they just offend me, you know? Not just... Soap in general as a gift, like, that's pretty offensive, right? It's like, but that's like my go-to for any gift for any woman in my life, because I like smells, I'm like, oh, like a soap or a candle, it's like, but it's like, oh, think of me every time you shower, or you need to shower, I don't know. That's what soap is to me, but like sometimes people just give me lotions that are just like, no, it's like cucumber melons. Is that what you think I should be smelling like? Do I look like a spotty to you? It's like what? What's the deal? I don't like it. I I don't know what to do about those lotions because like you'll open them, you'll smell them, decide you don't like them. But like now, what do I do with them? I don't want to use it. So like, do I get? I don't have a lot of white elephant opportunities either. So I just can't pass it off and if you pass it off to your friend they know it's like you didn't use any of this so it must be gross why are you giving it to me <laughs> like you can't donate it either because like thrift shops and goodwill they're not going to take us for health reasons whatever it's still good but you know what i do see i see like a lot of open house open houses I see a lot of those opportunities and i need to take them so what i'm thinking is i can just load up all of like lotions, soaps that I don't want to use anymore but are still good, condiments, you know, anything <laughs> that might still be usable, go into open houses and be like, oh, wow, $600,000, pocket change, whatever. Where's the bathroom? This is great. And I go into the bathroom and then open up the vanity and I just start shoving all my shit under there, right? Because now it's not my garbage, it's a gift to them. It's even more, it'd be, I call it reverse burgling <laughs> because it's just as, if not more, violating than regular burgling. <laughs> Especially if like the people aren't moved out yet, right? Because if they go into their, their cupboard and they see new shit, it's like when you get something taken from you, you know it's like it's been stolen. But if you end up with new stuff, like, Someone's trying to kill me. I'm allergic to cucumber melon. <laughs> this isn't what I bought. <laughs> Scary stuff. Uh, I was 
Oh, house sitting is another way you can probably get rid of your crap. Just shove it in someone's cupboard. They'll find it later. But I was house sitting. Anybody here like house sit? It's a fun gig. If you ever have the chance, just go <laughs> stay in someone's house for a week. It's great. Uh, but I was house sitting for some like wealthy people in the gated community. And something I've noticed about a lot of rich people is that their bathrooms completely carpeted. Carpet, everywhere, around the toilet. Like stapled around the toilet. Gross, it's disgusting, right? I get the carpet that you can remove and wash, but carpet around the toilet, how do you trust yourself that much? Do you not see the problem here? <laughs> do you not see that you can't remove permanent carpet if you, I'm gross, I know the gross stuff that I do going to the toilet. Okay, fine, you guys don't get it, that's fine. You've never seen this before. You'll, you will, and you'll understand how disgusting that is. Not only do you, not, you, you trust yourself enough, but people that you know to not be gross. Okay, okay. Uh, so these are the people I stayed with or at their house, they were like the 1%, and I was thinking about how to punish them. Because, you know, we need to punish the 1%. Yes, yes. I don't, I don't particularly agree with protesting and whining, so I was like looking around, what can I do to hurt them? Uh, and I found some pampered chef knives, and this is what I'm thinking we can do. How we take down the 1%, we take their pampered chef knives, and then we put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Mm, take their pampered chef knives, put them in the dishwasher, and run that shit. If you run nice knives through the dishwasher, it warps the blade. Oh, yeah, they're expensive. You just keep doing that. And then here's what I'm thinking is what you ruin their nice stuff. Then they have to go out and buy more stuff, right? Job creation. They're putting their money back in the economy, right? Isn't that how trickle-down economics, is that how it's supposed to work? We ruin their nice stuff, they have to go buy new stuff, people have the jobs to write, and I don't know, am I solving anything? I was high when I, <laughs> I decided to do that. Good stuff. I don't know what else to talk about. Oh, I know. Do you guys, <laughs> uh, have you, do you guys, would you take a, you have like a list of people you take bullets for? Sure. Would you take a bullet for a stranger? Eh, yeah. It's just people are a little iffy about that. I think I would. I think I'd take a bullet for a stranger just to throw off the investigation. <laughs> like, how are you involved in this? But knowing me, like, I'd try to take a bullet for whoever it is, but, like, I'd just prance in front of the gunman like I was jumping through a sprinkler, like, oh, this is cold, it's too cold. I don't know. <laughs> and then it still hit the guy. Best case scenario, the gunman kills me anyways, because that's, like, an awkward conversation to have with authorities. Like, you got a lot of balls for being a hero do have balls. Have you ever been told you had balls? You specifically. Have you been? No. 
I, I've been told I had balls, and that was like the best. I th- always thought that was like the best compliment ever. It's like, fuck yeah, I got balls. Yeah. But then recently I was thinking about it. It's like every time I've been told I had balls, I've just been doing something really stupid with a lot of confidence. <laughs> I'm going to leave you guys with that. You've been awesome. Thank you so much. Cameron Minge, everybody. Balls and ovaries are the same thing when they're like three weeks old. They're, they're exactly the same, and then they do different things. I know it's crazy. They're exactly the same. That's right. All your dicks were once clits. <laughs> we had the same thing. Six weeks, it's a clit dick. Is there? Same thing. Same thing. That's what we finally understand, right? That the clit is a tiny dick, and that's why masturbation is so fun. <laughs> that's why it's so great. Your next comedian, he used to hang out here all the time before he moved away. Uh, he moved all the way to New York, and we miss him so much. But he he told his beautiful jokes here it, when he was formulating. When he was just a guy who was like, I have funny things to say. And then now he's a real comedian. He books shows everywhere, and he's from New York, and he's back. Everybody, hands together for Tommy McGuire. Oh my lord! Thank you so much, Pam. My first enabler, everybody. It's very true. This this is a uh, uh, pretty crazy for me. This is where I started. This is like literally I sat right here watching a really bad comic, and I was like, I can do that. I'm funnier than him. <laughs> Turns out I wasn't, but I'm getting there. Uh, but it's, it's really insane to be back. And thank you, Pam, for throwing this. And thanks for all the comics. It's wonderful. Pander, pander, pander. <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, let's get the energy up in this room a little bit, guys. Uh, a round of applause if you guys have ever been beat up at a Vanilla Ice concert. <laughs> I said round of applause, not laughter. I was a victim. I imagine a lot of you have been punched in the face before, but was Vanilla Ice there? Singing his songs? No. Can you believe I still start with that? It's too good because it really happened. I, um, yeah, I moved back to upstate New York where I'm from because I can't afford this city. Um, and uh, it's been tough, man, because I'm a straight white male and that's all they book. And uh, it's just, you go to the bookers, every lineup is just straight white male, straight white male, straight white male. And you try to complain about it, and as a straight white male, you can't. <laughs> You know? I mean, he's just like, no, bro. Hey, this one, uh, he doesn't have a beard. You know? Uh, this guy, uh, his, his cousin's gay, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, it's tight. But I, I love being back in San Francisco. Diversity! Oh, it's wonderful. Um, and also, I don't get booked because uh, uh, I don't know any racist jokes. <laughs> Trump, I'm in Trump country, man. You don't even know. I'm from Albany, the capital. You get five minutes outside, and it is... Dangerous. Um, I don't know. Uh, they, they, they say uh, they say money cannot buy happiness, and uh, I believe that's true. Um, but money can buy drugs, <laughs> and drugs have ruined my brain. And um, hold on. Okay, there we go. And I don't have an ending for that joke yet. <laughs> Anyhow, I. Uh, I was telling my coworker, I hang out at this bar called O Bar in Albany, and it's a gay bar. But it's a very, like, straight-ish gay bar. But it's just fun. It's just nice. And he, he got, like, you're hanging out at O Bar, bro. 
you're not like gay. Like, wh- why would you go to Old Bar? I was like, for the same reason straight women go there. You're not there. <laughs> it's awesome. I feel pretty. Di- guys buy me drinks. You know? Um, and I was in there, and, and I had to go to the bathroom, so I go to the bathroom, and I locked the door behind me, and I had this conscious moment. I was like, was that homophobic? <laughs> yes, it was. I don't want some homo walking in on me while I'm sucking some dick, dick for coke. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's a new one. Um, <laughs> But uh, my coworkers are awful, man. I work construction, and um, and I lived out here for a while, so I'm wokeish. But uh, it's just it's just gross. I hate I hate a lot of my coworkers, and I look around the job site often, and I'm just like, how did these guys get this job? And I realize the same way I did, Craigslist. So, but I got a new I got a raise. I got a third raise in a year. Right? Making $20 an hour, right? Yeah. Uh, that's not to brag. That's just to let you know how low the bar is for my job. I'm not exactly strong. But, uh, you know, I, I wonder how I ended up there just, you know, on rooftops swinging hammers with a bunch of yokels and just idiots. And uh, I realized uh, it comes down to three letters, uh, G-E-D. And... Um, it's tough, but uh, I'm okay with, with where I'm at with my life. You know, I'm not successful. I, I have to, you know, really fight for everything I have. Um, but I realized it, it, it just all boils down to I hated school. I really did. You know, I, would, I, I just couldn't pay attention in class. I wasn't a bad student. I was just bored. I just wanted to be outside with the cool kids, you know, smoking cigarettes, skipping class, all that stuff. And uh, it's, a, it's a good story, though, because uh, 20 years later, I'm outside, all right, hanging out with the cool kids, smoking cigarettes, swinging hammers, and um, yeah, it's 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 tough. But I uh, I, I had a I had to go to the bathroom, so I uh, you know I went to the forum and I say, like, hey 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 boss, I I gotta go potty. Um, I called it potty because work smarter, not harder. He's not gonna give me the hard things to do. Uh, so I had to go to the potty, and I, I go in there and support a potty, so it does make sense. But uh, I go in, and there's this litany of graffiti in this construction site bathroom. And, uh, and by graffiti, I just mean poetry, you know. And, uh, and by poetry, I mean uh, it's a lot of cock talk. It was just uh, Dave loves cocks. And Dave would race his name. No, Tony loves cocks. Mike smokes dicks. Just uh, you, you get the idea, right? Just a lot of really smart people writing with sharpies, um, which is weird because, like I said, I've hung out in a lot of gay bar bathrooms, and I've never seen like Tony loves pussy, Bruce loves boobs, Lance voted for Trump. It's not there. I don't get it, man. Like, what is the fascination? You guys... Oh, it's good to be here, guys. Um, there is one thing in common with the construction site I work on and gay bars. Uh, Craigslist has brought us all there together. <laughs> For the most part. Oh, man. I, uh, I, I, I do... I, I need my crutch and my notes. I'm sorry. I haven't done an actual set because I don't get booked because, you know, I'm not ethical. Uh, hmm. Moving on. I, <laughs> yeah, Albany sucks. It is not Brooklyn. Um, 
A uh, quick uh, couple of facts about my dad's mustache. <laughs> my dad's mustache goes from zero to 60 in 58.2 years. <laughs> my dad's mustache is fluent in Mandarin. My dad's mustache is lactose intolerant. Which kind of makes up for the intolerance of Jews and gays and blacks that, you know, the rest of them. Hmm. It's been a good two years since I've eaten shit at Mutiny Radio. Appreciate this, guys. I, uh, I got hit in the head a lot as a kid, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, I did get beat up at a nice concert. And uh, I mean, I got to do this because um, I got, you know, a lot of hits in the head. And dad's intolerant, so he hates Jews. Oh, he doesn't. He's Catholic. He hates himself. I, uh, what was I saying? I, uh, you guys, uh, you know, this uh, Black Panther movie, I haven't seen it yet. I really want to. Um, do you guys feel like it's kind of like black people Star Wars? Like they're all dressing up for it. And you want to like talk shit, but like, nah, let them have it. It's fucking, <laughs> it's great. And uh, am I the only one here that thinks that we should all, we should send them all back to Africa? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah not permanently. Uh, see, this joke works way better in no upstate New York where everyone's like, yeah! And I'm like, oh, shit. Um, no, not permanent. It's just kind of like the Jews do it, you know? They come back with a sense of self and knowledge. You, you saw what it did for Richard Pryor and Muhammad Ali. <sighs> I should have I done this looking at you because this is what I do that joke for. <laughs> oh, man. I, um, I hate Tinder jokes, but here we go. Um... <laughs> I was adopted, and uh, this will come up later in the story, and it's fine. But um, Tinder's weird for me. I, I, I'm 37 years old, you know, and turning 37 in, you know, 2018 is a lot like being 13 in 1930. Like, I got to start buckling down, find a lady, start a family. But, uh, you know, they have age preferences, you know, like, you know, 22 to 70 or whatever, and I have to uh, set mine at a very precarious age. Uh, so I go like 25 to 57 because uh, my mother gave me up for adoption when she was 20. And uh, if I ever do meet my birth mother, I, uh, I'll have a lot of questions for her. I uh, just don't want the first one to be, uh, who's my daddy? Who's my daddy? Who's my daddy? I'm broken inside. <laughs> and I just, as a, just a quick poll, uh, if... Uh, I do meet my birth mother, and I start, uh, you know, introducing the people, uh, hmm, introducing her to people. Is it uh, socially acceptable to, to call her my ex? <laughs> ah, groans and laughter. I'll go out on that. Thank you very much. I'm a Tom McGuire. Let's give it up for Pam Benjamin. Yay, and you didn't even do my favorite joke of yours from the past, which is the wigger joke, which I like. Um, no, no, I'm sorry, with the W, the hard R. No one likes a hard R. Earlier tonight, Ginger, uh, Matthew talked about the hard R on Ginger, and I was hoping for your hard on wigger. Uh, it's all good. Yay! Tommy McGuire, he's back! Yay! 
That's very exciting. Uh, your your next comedian on the list. Oh, she's so exciting. She's from uh, L.A. And she was the last addition to the show because she's awesome and amazing. And you guys are going to love her so much. Clap your hands wildly for Molly Sherrill. Yeah, keep it going for Pam. Yeah. My last addition. Um, how's it going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I live in LA. I'm originally from Pittsburgh. Um, somebody was talking about fucking cousins earlier. Um, <laughs> I have a big family. Um, my mom is one of 60, has like 60 first cousins. And nobody ever leaves Pittsburgh. So it's like fucking dating is terrifying there. <laughs> I have to like fucking play the name game. Are you related to a Foster, a Marks, a Stevens? No, maybe we can fuck. I don't know. So it's just that thought in your head. Like maybe we're like third cousins. Like I graduated with a kid I didn't even know I was related to. I was like, oh, it's your like third cousin. I was like, Mom, I could have fucked that guy. She's like, you didn't, right? I was like, no, he's super ugly, but I could have fucked that guy. A lot of uggos in the family, and I date down, so that's kind of rough for me. Um, <laughs> I um. <laughs> my parents are getting older. My dad's falling a lot recently, which I find hysterical. Um, <laughs> uh, he like broke his ankle recently and then fell on his face. Um, <laughs> he's like, I keep falling, Molly, because of my bifocals. I'm like, that's a fucking terrifying fall, man. Imagine that shit looking down on the ground like, ah, it's really close. Not that far. Really close, smash. He's like, I keep tripping because my bifocals. My mom's like, just tell everybody to work. It's your cats. The cats are tripping you. I was like, are you beating dad now? <laughs> so that's what's happening. Just imagine going over for dinner, starring cats on it. Like, I always fucking hated you. <laughs> the one's a 20 pounder. I just love to see that bitch get thrown across the room. Um, a lot of cat lovers. All right, whatever. <laughs> She's stupid. Um... I'm terrified of spiders. I walked through a spider web this morning and I freaked the fuck out. I don't know about spider webs. They're always face height. Like, it doesn't matter how tall or short you are. It's always your fucking face. Like, it's just every time. And I react the same way. Like, I just fucking freak the fuck out. Like, I react the same way, like, way as a guy puts his hand on the back of my head during a blowjob. I'm just like, I'll fucking kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> That's why I don't go to the woods anymore. Usually one leads to the other. Joke's called I'm easy. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I got a massage re recently. Uh, anybody here ever get a massage? Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of weird, right? It's my first one, so I don't know if she did it right. Like, she first just like, kind of rocked me for a while. She's like, you like that? I was like, not really. <laughs> I didn't want to tell her I didn't want to do that. And then halfway through, the music shut off, and then it was just two women alone in a dark room listening to one another's digestive systems. <laughs> It's like, is yours hunger? Mine's hunger. Let's get a sandwich after this. <laughs> Afterwards, she's like, you want to drink a lot of water and be really thirsty. I was like, what the fuck did you do to me? <laughs> so goddamn thirsty. Uh, I quit drinking recently before I went into a Rite Aid to buy alcohol. You couldn't buy alcohol in Rite Aid's where I'm from, so it was kind of cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Rite Aid and get alcohol. And then some guy started yelling at me. He's like, you can go in front of me. I was like, thanks, guy. And then he's like, hey, how tall are you? I was like, I'm six foot. He's like, hell, I'm, no, I'm six foot. I'm like, it's cool, man. We can both be six foot. Like, <laughs> just asking everybody else in the Rite Aid, like, she thinks she's six foot. I'm six foot. And they're like, yeah, she's way taller. Just like this huge argument in a Rite Aid. Like, it turned into, like, the worst carnival ride. Like, do you want to punch me in the face and guess my age after this? It's so much fun. 
just wanted to drink alcohol and forget that I was in a Rite Aid. <laughs> like most normal people. Um, I called the uh, suicide prevention hotline recently for fun. Um, <laughs> not sadness. Um, did you know when you call them, you get a fucking recording? Like that's how I call it. And then, like, lady's like, thanks for calling the suicide prevention hotline. I was just like, I don't fucking think you mean that. <laughs> You're not a real person. You're just a goddamn recording. She's like, press one if you're suicidal, or just stay on the line. I'm not calling it chit-chat. I'm sad. These are real logistic reasons. I didn't stay on it. I just hung up because I was like, whatever. But they should just have an option where you just like press one. It's just your mom's voice. Like, I love you, baby. You're like, oh, thanks. I feel better now. I just, guess I could have just called my mom, but that would have been weird. Um, Every time I call my mom, like, three hours of my life is just gone. I'm like, what happened? It's just dark out. Like, what? Like, I survived something. Just, I know more about aches and pains than I've ever known about. She's so sore all the time. Uh, like, I, uh, I date fat guys. I'm a chubby chaser. In L.A., there's not a lot of options. Um, <laughs> I like, honestly, ladies, if you've not had sex with a fat guy, please do. They're the best lovers you will ever have, I swear to God. Have you ever, see, ever seen a fat man eat a sandwich? It's like the most majestic moment of your life. Then go in there and just licking mayonnaise. I'm just like, I want that right here. I've been kicked out of so many Jimmy Johns just watching fat men eating sandwiches. Show up with a sandwich like, who wants to come home with mama? My favorite part about having sex with fat guys is they still rock their t-shirt like they do when they're in the pool. <laughs> Just, it's like, why are you all, all wet? It's like, oh yeah, we fucked three hours ago. Take that shit off, dry it. <laughs> it's important though, if you have sex with a fat guy, make sure you're on top. That's a very important part of the equation, it's math. And it makes you feel like you're riding hippity hop, makes you feel like a kid again. That's exactly how I want to feel in the bedroom, like a kid again. <laughs> I also like to date older guys. Um, it's nice when you date older guys, you never have to remember their name. They're always just daddy. <laughs> or grandpa. <laughs> Sometimes they're super old. But lately I've been dating men my age, so it's kind of weird for me. Like I don't want to date guys my age. I just make them whisper old dirty man things in my ear because it kind of turns me on. Like play that Billie Holiday record again. <laughs> James Dean died way too young. I'm 23 and you're skidoo and I come and they just feed me a Werther's original. <laughs> Wrap me up in an Afghan. I actually had a guy give me a Werther's original one time when I was on stage and I fucked him. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just what you do. It's polite. That's <laughs> where I'm from. You're just supposed to bang him. Um, what else did I want to work on? I, uh, no, I got I did I got dumped recently. Woo, go me. Nice. Thanks. Uh, I got dumped by the same guy two times in a row. Yeah. There was no ladies' choice in the matter. That's what I liked about it. Um, yeah, he dumped me during sex. That happened to anybody else? Just me. Just me. I just like that he looked up at me at some point and be like, you know what would be better if I never fucking did this again. That's this tall gangly bitch off me. <laughs> That's like the equivalent of like a cartoon character getting a piano dropped on them, if you wanted to know that one. Uh, thanks. 
But every girl has that, I feel like every girl has that dream where they're like, I could do porn, and now I'm like, I don't think I can. I don't think I can master that one. Um, I'll do one more, and I'll let other people feel like this. Um, I, um, I, uh, I, do, I like my name Molly, but every time I introduce myself to people, they're always like, oh, I never met a Molly, but I know a lot of dogs named Molly. <laughs> And I feel like my parents kind of gave up all naming me. And they just, I'm the last one. They just like went through dog books. Spot, puppy, Spike, Molly. Boom, we nailed it. Um, <laughs> or I get the drug reference, Molly. That's kind of annoying. People are like, Molly, Because <laughs> I can't put sentences together. It's like, <laughs> like, I thought about it, though. I think my parents had a drug problem. I just never noticed. Because my sister's name is Mary Jane. That's her real name. Yeah. <laughs> And my brother's name is Crack. Um, <laughs> I'm Molly Sherry. You guys have a great night. Molly Sherry! Yeah! Yeah, everybody was at Dolores Park today in the weird interim, interim rain, and they were like, Molly, Molly, Molly. There's apparently an Amber Alert around for someone named Molly in Dolores Park. I don't know how that works. Yay, Molly Sherry! Yay! Your next comedian, what an amazing human. You guys are in for motherfucking traits. He he sounds like he's from the South and he hails from there, but he is Portland, Oregon all day long. His hair and beautiful beard just say, I am so white. Put your hands together for a very, very funny man, Hunter Donaldson. It's okay, he's from Portland. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> I have to start over now. <laughs> Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. I'm going to start over. <laughs> Lincoln Park is a band named after a park, Lincoln Park, which was named after the president. So then why is Lincoln Park the band spelled wrong? <laughs> well, Lincoln Park the park already owned LincolnPark.com. <laughs> Corn. <laughs> corn is a band named after the vegetable corn. But corn the vegetable already owned corn.com. Hooba <laughs> stank. Hoobastank is a band named after a fart, probably. 
somebody farted. Their friend was like, hey, who butt stank? <laughs> but the fart already owned who butt stank.com. <laughs> Do you guys hear about Olive Garden? <laughs> they, uh, they recently changed their slogan. It used to be, when you're here, you're family. Now it's, when you're not here, you aren't family. <laughs> Do you guys hear about Nike? They uh, recently changed their slogan it used to be, just do it. Now it's, hey! <laughs> Knock it off! <laughs> Did you guys hear about Cabela's? I only have 50 more of these. <laughs> Real talk though, my favorite slogan of all time uh, is from a fast food chain based in the South called Rallies. Does anybody know what Rallies is? That's the most love they've ever gotten. Um, <laughs> Rallies has a fantastic fast food slogan. The slogan is, you gotta eat. <laughs> so they got you up against a fucking wall with that one. <laughs> fucking nailed you. You can follow me on uh, Twitter and Facebook. I'm on Ham Radio. You can follow me on GoDaddy. I'm on LinkedIn. You can follow me after this to the bus. <laughs> you can follow me onto the bus. You can follow me to the place that I'm staying. You can look over my shoulder while I get on my Twitter on my computer, so you can seize it like I seize it. I'm going to do some crowd work. People are always telling me to do crowd work. If you don't know what crowd work is, it's just like the stand-up idea of talking to people and making the funnies that way. Um, I don't know how to do crowd work, though. I'm not very good at it. I'm kind of just learning to do it. How about you? How about I crowd work you? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. Here we go. I don't know. No, you don't. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So I'm new to crowd work. Let me just ask you something. What do you think would be like a good crowd work thing to do? What do you think? I just, what? I just, I don't know. I just feel like you're the crowd, so. You should do the work. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know how to do crowd work. Everyone knows how to do crowd work. Uh, you just you just be mean to people, right? Um, that's it. That's all it is. That's the secret. Uh, and I'm actually a really nice guy. I don't really uh, want to be mean to anybody, but that's what they said do. So, um, what's your name, fucking <laughs> fucking idiot? <laughs> What's your name? And I hope that chair has a seatbelt, because 
about to get fucked. <laughs> Joe. Joe. What do you do for a living, Joe? Uh, well, you should quit that job and get a better one. He's fucked. He's fucked. Where's you? What's your name? Dirt. <laughs> what's, I'm sorry. What's your name? I'm sorry. I'm very nervous. Jeremy, what do you do for a living? Well, you should do that job in my asshole. That's where you should do that. <laughs> Jeremy got a new job. He makes jewelry in my ass now. And I got to tell you, it's a nasty ass. It's going to need a lot of jewelry in there to make it look nice. This is actually kind of a weird set for me because I'm, I'm quitting. I just decided. I quit. <laughs> I'm getting out of stand-up. It's stupid. And I hate it. Because what it is, is it? Just people talking. And that's not very cool. It's not like a cool trick or something. So I'm going to get out of stand-up and I'm going to get into improv because that's the real stuff. And I feel like my whiteness will be worth more there, I think. <laughs> Just the, that's the vibe I get. Um, so I'm going to get into improv, yeah. And going to try some right now. I need a suggestion from the audience. One word suggestion of a word that means like a sexy emotion. It rhymes with corny. Any word, anything, whatever you got. Whatever you got. I heard horny. I said horny. That's what I heard. <laughs> Somebody said horny. Let's see. Let's see if I can come up with a kind of on the spot. Um, I got something. Here we go. <clears throat> ring, ring, ring. Sorry, I messed it up. Um, ring, ring, ring. <laughs> Excuse me, boss. I'm not going to be able to come into work today. I got too horny. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll be in at noon. Love you. <laughs> I just made that up right now. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Pam. Thanks, everybody. Mutiny. Bye-bye. comedian on the show and he is an amazing human being you guys are gonna love him so much he's originally from pennsylvania i met him four years ago at another comedy festival called the hilarious comedy festival and he is so hilarious and we have smoked so much pot now as friends you guys are gonna love him put your hands together for andy picaro was it four years ago seriously is that how long it was Wow, I've done nothing in four years. <laughs> I am still putting up money to go to festivals to just mostly smoke like I'm at a fish concert for three days. That's what I've been doing for four years. Oh, that, sorry, Pam. That just hit me a little hard before I got on stage. <laughs> Pam just gave my fucking career a reality check. It's like, uh, start calling it a hobby, bitch. That's <laughs> fucking... <laughs> no, I love coming here. I love this city. Um, sometimes it's 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 a little bit too liberal for me, even though I am liberal. Um, you know, shouldn't shit on the sidewalks. 
Can we all agree? Yeah. Right? Can we all agree? Shouldn't shit on the sidewalks. There's better places to shit. I'm just saying. All right. Like you're, the city is beautiful. It's, it's so scenic, but you got to look down. You know what I mean? You got to look down when you're here. No, I love it here. I love how there's barely any fat people. Uh, Cause he just couldn't. I love how I, at, the, the, at the hotel the concierge was like, uh, like tell me what's walkable, and he should have just said fucking nothing. That's what he should have said. <laughs> it's just hills, and then it's rains and it's wet. It was just dangerous all day for me walking around here. Felt like that kid was gonna go tumbling down at any seconds. I like those ones where they just gave up with the sidewalk. They just made it steps. They're like, you look, we're gonna. <laughs> We're going to lose uh, like uh, several people a year if we don't fucking just make these steps. There's going to be fat Midwesterners just rolling down this shit. Should all be steps. Should all be steps. But no, I'm staying in the uh, in the Union Square area, which is, uh, it's that's cool. I, I like it over there. I like the, there's a Macy's. It's nice. <laughs> oh, man. No, I am. Um, I like being in towns where, you know, there's like a political, you know, feel to it and stuff like that. Cause I'm, I'm dumb and I like to learn. Like I don't ever, you know, claim to like know uh, anything really. And, uh, I hate like, you know, nowadays, uh, every once in a while as a white guy, you get called racist and uh, you know, every once in a while it's like, Oh yeah, thank you for the heads up. That, you're right. That was fucked up. Thanks. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like every once in a while, it's a good point, but I got called racist the other day and it wasn't my fault. It really wasn't. I admitted I'd never dated a black girl to my one friend. <laughs> And would you believe he called me racist right away? He's like, that's racist. I'm like, oh, really? You think it's me that doesn't want to do that? (laughs) Really? You think I've just been fucking knocking black girls' phone numbers out of their hand? Get out of here. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. I like him a lot. They don't like me at all. That's why I've never dated a black girl. That's been, that's been the stopping point. It's never been my choice. I'm just saying, what black girl do you know that walks into a bar and go, hey, who's that fat guy with no confidence? <laughs> Hold my drink. <laughs> I don't like to generalize anybody, but I know from life experience, I am not their type. <laughs> that's just not... It's not going to work out. They're very polite when they let you down, though. They say sweetie and honey a lot, you know, whereas white girls just kind of walk away angry. <laughs> that is. Oh, man. No, I'm trying to, to learn more about things. Uh, I, I have been trying to, to work out more because like being in L.A., like I've been living in L.A. for a year, uh, which is still like a weird adjustment to make. And everybody's in shape. Even the fat guys, their T-shirts fit. You know what I mean? It's like really annoying. Everybody looks good. And, I, and I've noticed, like, on Facebook, it's shallow to notice on Facebook that all the new friends I've made are, like, in shape. And I spend way too much time on Facebook. And I started thinking about my Facebook profile picture. And it's just my hair looking all fucking stupid. And I started thinking about the fact that all of my dead friends, their Facebook is like their tombstone. Have we, have we realized that yet as a society? Like, we're not going to walk to fields anymore. The walk into fields is over. We're the last generation that's going to walk into a field and be like, here's a daffodil, I miss you. That's it. We're, we're, we're the last people. All right? From here on out, it is a pixelated rose. And then you just a, a funny memory. And that's it on a wall. That's, that's where we are now. That's, we, that's where we are as society. So if you think it's cute to have your profile picture just be you grabbing Mickey's dick, 
odds are that's how your grandkids will remember you. I'm just saying, like, that's the way it's going. So think uh, right now, think about your Facebook picture and, you know, make some better decisions. Uh, I'm trying to, uh, to stop taking Xanax right now, which, um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's so it's like it's way better to probably work through your problems, but if there's a pill that makes you not care about it, then who gives a fuck? Like every other drug it like makes you feel good. Xanax just makes you go, I don't care. You know? That's what like 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 other drugs will take you to a different place and like you're just totally having different thoughts and Xanax goes, I didn't really like that guy anyway. Fuck him. You know what I mean? That's the way it's an amazing drug. It's a fucking cure all. I love it, but I, I just lean on it too much for anxiety. Like, I have to call a Xanax to talk to my... I have to call a Xanax. I have, to, I have to take a Xanax to call my mom sometimes, especially because her dog has been sick. And I'm, I've been upset to get, like, the new news and stuff. Because her dog had a tumor in, in the stomach. She's a Jack Russell. And for most people, it just means you have a lumpy-ass dog. But for my mom, it meant, you know, okay, let's have a bunch of surgeries. And the dog's okay, long story short. But I was so nervous she was going to give me bad news. I'd have to take Xanax, wait a half hour, and call her. Is there a more privileged thing that's ever happened in the entire world? Then I know I don't look totally white, but I am boring white guy. If I shave, you would I look like a boring white girl to be honest with you. But anyway, uh, yeah. Then then a, then a white guy calling his mom, just be like, being nervous to make sure that Jack Russell's okay. There's like real like that. It shows you have a problem. I want to deal with problems. I want to be able to call like with my own like strength to talk about a Jack Russell's health. I don't need to fucking have a fucking pill. Like think about how stressful human life used to be. Like, the, the Wild West was a fucking thing not that long ago. A few hundred years ago. It was a real fucking thing. Was it a few hundred? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Lincoln-ish time. I don't know. In, a, or in there somewhere. <laughs> but it wasn't that long ago. I don't know. I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't... I've never really read the books. But anyway, it wasn't that long ago where life was really stressful as far as human history goes. It wasn't that long ago. It was pretty recent where people, like, literally, if your neighbor wanted your house and your wife, he could just kill you take your house and your wife and that was just the way it went that was society people would have duels people would get in arguments and they go all right tomorrow one of us is gonna die <laughs> that was the way the society was like not that long ago in human history and now i have to take a pill to call my mom <laughs> like i'm pretty sure in the wild west there was nobody walking around going oh man does anybody have a clonopin i got a duel tomorrow i just cannot take <laughs> I cannot take my mind off this duel. It is driving me nuts. I got to get some sleep. <laughs> no, they drank it away like normal humans. I had to write whatever I wanted to do on my hand because I can't. Because I just treat this like, seriously. Like I just smoke as much as I can and like, oh, it's your turn. <laughs> I'll end on this. I, uh, I, I know that uh, this might be a not popular thing to say in San Francisco, but I do believe sexuality is a spectrum, for sure. I do believe that. <laughs> See that? Uh, that misdirection there? Um, no, but I do, totally, I do totally believe that 100%. And the reason I believe that, I didn't believe it for a while, because like, I was like your average, like, man, I'm fucking, dicks are gross. You know what I mean? Like, I was one of those guys. I still think they're kind of gross. But here's my point. I'm not gay, but if I'm watching a porn and it's an ugly dick, 
fuck that porn. You know what I mean? That's gross. I don't want to see that. I don't know. Right? And if I'm watching a porn and the dick is pretty good, I'm like, you know what? That's a nice dick. You know what I mean? I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't make it better sexually, but it makes it better visually in some way. Like, I like, I'm just saying, if sexuality wasn't a spectrum, there would just be gay and straight, and that's it. And every dick would look exactly the same. There's no way I'd have a preference in dicks. But the fact that I watch a porn every once in a while and go, that's a pretty good dick. It shows you that we're all on a spectrum. And when I don't get the laugh I want ending on that joke, it just kind of feels like I admitted something to you guys, and that's it. But thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Andy Picaro. Thank you, Pam, for having us. Andy Picaro, everyone. Yay! Hooray! That's been Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for the night. Clap it up for all the amazing comedians you saw. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with 4-minute sets and 4-minute 